Blog Talk Radio. Morning and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. My name is Dr. Angela Betts Chester. We're talking about a first responder's experience with PTSD. The author is James Muir, and we are going to take a look at his book, Damaged, a first responder's experiencing handling post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, I know that there are so many people out there that are experiencing PTSD. It is not something that we're guessing at. It is something that we know to be true. And unfortunately, it's not just our vets. It is also our first responders. It is all that they go through, all that they do to help to be there for us in those very vulnerable and crazy times. But let me tell you a little bit more about this book. We're going to go on over to the Amazon page. It says, One Man's Journey as a First Responder Suffering from Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, PTSD. He takes you through real emergency calls. Some are graphic and have scarred his heart forever. And so... He has PTSD. He was a hero in the eyes of most, and yet PTSD tried to take that away from him. Now, I love that description because let's be honest. When we think about our first responders, we do happen to think about, um, we think about those people as, you know, heroes. And because they are coming when we need them most. They're coming when we don't know what else to do, when we don't know what else is going on, you know. And we're at a really, really, really um, vulnerable time ourselves because something's happened. We need to be calmed. We need to be soothed. We need to be taken care of. And I think that it is amazing how so many times we have those first responders that come in, no matter what capacity they are, and they love on us, and they help us, and they make it right for us. And that is just so awesome. So now if we click on and take a look inside the book, and usually I don't do that. I know, I know, I usually don't do that. But this time I am. So I wanted to read the foreword, and it says, You met him a long time ago. He tried not acknowledging your existence, but deep down he knew you were there. Like emptiness in the pit of his stomach, you settled in slowly at first. You began to mold him into something he's not. At first, he didn't realize the change. 
but you knew what you were doing. When he did acknowledge you, you lied to him. He believed the lies that he wasn't good enough, didn't do enough, and just wasn't enough of a man. He started to believe the lies almost to his own detriment. Noises, voices, and emotional distress were your homework. You tried so hard to avoid you, but you wouldn't have it. You imprisoned him in his own mind. He wasn't safe anywhere, according to you. He is strong, but couldn't fight this alone. It wasn't until he held up his hands to the Lord that God sent someone to hold his hands up for him. He became stronger and stronger. Is he saved from you? Absolutely, yes. Will you leave him alone? I don't think for a moment that you will. But his God is greater than you and will have victory in his life. In Christ, he is loved, cherished, and vulnerable. He is a leader in this life and will preserve. God will have his way with James. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, you are just letters of the alphabet. That was written by Tracy Castelli, the love of his life, he says. Or Castelli, I hope I haven't mispronounced your name. What a powerful, powerful statement. PTSD, you are just letters of the alphabet. I love it. Taking control, deciding that you will no longer be a victim of what ails you. Deciding that you will no longer be victimized by these letters of this alphabet. Dealing with PTSD can be difficult, and for some, you are not going to be able to handle it alone. And by that, I mean without professional assistance or without a support team. You need to not only figure out what's going on with you, but how do you deal with the triggers? How do you deal with the potentially intrusive thoughts? How do you deal with the anxiety and the depression? How do you deal with not feeling like you're you anymore? It can be a difficult place to be. And for that, I am so grateful that James decided that this book needed to be written. Now, as many of you know, I am the loved one of a first responder. I have thin blue lines, thin red lines, thin yellow lines, and thin white lines in my life. I have law enforcement, fire, first responders, and I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. I wouldn't change the color of their line because that's who they are. And every day they go out, and they're one of the good guys. They're one of the people making a difference for people who need them the most. Thanks, you guys, for your service. Because I realize that many of you also are former military. You are former police officers that now work in a volunteer capacity. That's the same goes for many of our sheriffs or our firefighters. Thanks so much for all that you do and for being that person to hold that hand 
to give the reassurance and to just say, hey, buddy, you're going to be okay, even when it doesn't look that way. The power of suggestion is important. I do know that if you are a chaplain and you decide to be a first responder, that you are a trauma chaplain, that's one of the things that they teach you. Be careful about what you say to the people in that environment in that particular moment. Your words are valuable. Why? Because someone needs to hear that you're going to be okay. Not, oh, my God, look at that one. You understand what I mean? They need to have a sense of hope. And sometimes you are the hope that's there. I love it. I love it. Memorial Hospital, Medic 42. We are code 4, 1055. I said it into the radio. What does he mean she's dead? She's a kid. Why isn't he doing anything? I heard the doctor bark in the background. Was he right? Why didn't I do something? Anything? The nurse interrupted. Dr. Bryant, I know this medic. I trust him. I've had enough. So I blurted. Tell the doc the girl's brain is on the road. And last I checked, that's a separation of the vital body organs. The following radio signs seemed to last forever. I hated doctors. They just didn't seem to think we paramedics knew what we were doing out there. And I think I went to school to be a doctor. Copy, Medic 42. Was all I heard. We usually watched on children. We usually worked on children until all efforts were exhausted. This wasn't going to happen for this little girl. She had turned seven just a month earlier. Today she was left for school. The simple act of walking across the street in front of her house in a new residential area with very little traffic, almost slightly no traffic, ended any dreams she may have had and started me on a downward spiral trying to forget. It wasn't her fault. After all, I didn't even try to save her. I was standing there startled, taking it all, and yet I was spinning. It was not a dizzy spinning, but the kind where you actually are turning around in circles. But I was still standing. People came out in a swarm like fire ants after you kicked the ant hill. An older woman wearing a bathrobe came up with the camera around his neck. I had placed a yellow emergency blanket over the little girl, and he wanted me to pull it back so he could take pictures. And so that is how Chapter 1 of Damaged, a first responder's experience, starts off. I'm sorry, damaged, a first responder's experience handling post-traumatic stress disorder. It gets in there, and it gets going. So again, thank you to all of my first responders and all that you do. Now, for those of you who like to know the nerdy parts about the book, here we go. It is available on Kindle and paperback. And, of course, I am looking at the Amazon page because that's why I know many of my readers like to go. Now, James Muir was a paramedic for 26 years. So these stories are not just some he kind of tucked away in his back pocket of, for two years of service. 
this is 26 years worth of resource to be able to share. He has his bachelor's degree in chemistry from the University of California at Davis. He's retired and living in Vacaville, California, where he can enjoy his three children. James can be contacted at damagedthebook at outlook.com. Now, the print of list of the book is only 78 pages, so it is a lot of stuff packed in those little pages, but you will definitely be able to get through it and enjoy it. The publisher is West Bow Press. It is available in English. Now, for those of you who like to know the bestseller genres, here we go. We have C Top 100 Paid in Kindle Store. C Top 100 Paid in Kindle Store. Also, Inspirational Spirituality. Also available in two-hour religion and spirituality short reads. Also, Inspiration and Spirituality. I love it. James Muir was born at Travis Air Force Base, California, to a military family. He spent his early years in Texas. Returning to California, he initially pursued an education to be a doctor, becoming a paramedic and firefighter instead. After his 16-year career in California, he moved to Texas and continued working as a paramedic. He was also served as a paramedic in Okay. Mm-hmm. 